Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Three minutes after four o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday on Shit Out of with Cappy. Cappy out today. Corporate Greg is here. Better the Rand. Of course, producer Lindsay, producer Laura. Real quick, did you notice that there is a uh, gratitude board now up in the lobby? Is there? Where you're supposed to write uh, this GKB thing. You're supposed to write messages of gratitude. And I'm, I am wrote, I'm grateful for Mason and Ireland. <laughs> and then somebody wrote, I just still don't know who wrote, I'm grateful for CMM. That's me. Oh, well, there Mason. you have it. I was Aww. hoping that Mason Ireland would notice it. Yeah, probably not. They didn't. What if that was Ireland or Mason? Nah, they don't know about the... I don't think they knew about the gratitude board. Yeah. Walked by. I mean, they don't really know anything other than that happens in the studio, to be honest with you. But I I mean, I want you to write something on the gratitude board. What would Where you is the board? It's over there, right there. In the lobby. It's right next to the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, okay. should write something on there. Okay. Like, I'm grateful for Cappy. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Time I mean, is it, is it anonymous, or do people know that you're writing? <laughs> is it anonymous? <laughs> I can't let anyone know that I'm grateful for Cappy. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. His head would explode. <laughs> That's funny. Poor George loves me. Oh. Come on. Is it an anonymous oh. board? Well, unless you sign your name. Oh, okay. Well, that's I'll what I'm saying. It. I'll go See, sign people kind of know my Cappy, people kind of know my writing, so <laughs> people would know that I wrote Mason and Ireland. I mean. By the way, didn't you have an issue with Cappy? Well, which one? About Instagram? <laughs> oh yeah. Were you, so, you going to oh, reveal that today? Yeah. Or yeah. Gonna... I, meant, I meant to have Lindsay print out because uh, I wanted to blow it up and print it. I can't print on my computer for some reason. What do you yeah. do on Instagram? No one can. Uh, what you need to know, by the way, is brought to you by Morongo <laughs> Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Lindsay, what do you got, real quick, before we move on here? All right. So after sixty years, the Rolling Stones are still going strong, and they're gearing up for another concert tour. Oh. The rock band announced today that they will embark on the Hackney Diamonds tour in support of the recent album. The tour is being sponsored by AARP. How appropriate, right? <laughs> That's funny. And uh, they're going to be making a stop at SoFi Stadium July 10th. Pre-sale tickets will be available Wednesday, November 29th at noon. Okay, cool. I, I haven't, I have no interest in watching the Stones, although I do love a little start-me-up on like karaoke, but I, I mean, like that's about it. It's got to be a spectacle to behold, right? At some point, you go to one of those concerts. Although, See you know what? See all those 80-year-old guys up on stage? Like, I wonder if they still got it. Well, Elton John did outperform my expectations when I saw him pre-COVID um, at the Forum. I didn't know what to expect at 70-something years old, but he was very good. Are the Stones one of those bands that you just have to see one time? No. Like, you, while you have a chance? Not really. I, um, like, I'm going to go to that. Yeah, just to see them? Because And I'm the one who doesn't go anywhere, but realizing the Stones are one of those iconic bands, I've never right. seen and them. And where's the concert again? SoFi. SoFi. Mm. Like, so I'm going to go just to say I went. I, I, I mean, is SoFi good for concerts? Uh, it's more of the spectacle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and plus, when you got a guy, you're going to go. Like, I'd want to see Paul huh. McCartney just because he was a Beatle. I'd like to see him. That's it. Like, I don't need to see what he's singing or any of that. I just, it's like, hey, I, I saw, saw Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney perform at uh, the Super Bowl in Jacksonville. I've told this story where I was seated with our friends from Good Karma, actually. Way back when. Way back in the see, day. See, that's why you know we're bigger than U.S. Steel now. The, uh, the seeds were planted 20 years ago. 2000, 2004 exactly right. in Jacksonville, which is the worst Super Bowl host city ever. Jeez. And um, I was seated there at the on the aisle and to the left of me, I've told this story before, was Ice Cube and Little O'Shea um, across the aisle from me. 
But McCartney was the act because this was coming off the year of Boobygate. Yes. With uh, Janet and um, what's Timberlake. his face? Timberlake. Timberlake. Yeah. And uh, it was the most boring thing I've ever was met, like, the, seen in my entire life. Is he life. a sir? Yeah. Paul McCartney, he's a sir? Yeah. 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 Okay. It sir was the worst Super Bowl performance or concert event I've ever been to. It was so boring. Probably the best thing but Jackson has ever seen. And you saw right, him but I actually like walked up. Is like you know what? I'm gonna get something to drink. Like I don't care. It was oh. that bad. It was bad. It was safe. It was pretty bad. Was it worse than the Who? Yes, at least the Who was running around and now, doing it, stuff. You now know? what was? But McCartney no, there, was just sitting there. Who was the act directly coming off of? Uh, it was McCartney. Game? No, it was there was yes. one no. Between. That's what it was. It was McCartney. I remember. No, because that was 2005. That was 2004. Yeah. No, right. But we were there for 2005 in Jacksonville. So there was one between. Right, but it's the 2004 season. Is my point. No, I know, but the the Booby Gate was January 2003. Mm, I thought it was the 2003 season. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain George is right up. because I remember. Shocking that you would say that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I remember Smart working. Producer. I remember working. I was working. Well, at I was Hooters. at both games, so I was not at the uh, movie right. game. Wait, you're working where? I was working at Hooters at the time, and I remember being like, "I mean, oh George my gosh, may be right, but could they I have was, made I feel like a more, more boring Super Bowl halftime performer." No, because January 2003 was Shania Twain, and no oh, doubt, really, yeah, I don't even remember. Shania. And February 1st, 2004, was Janet Jackson, and so then Justin, was Paul and, it was, and it was Paul McCartney. Yeah, Miss McCartney. People and were then falling the Rolling asleep Stones the next year, and then the and then they had Prince, and that one I was at, and that was great. Yeah. He had his like phallic symbol guitar. Oof, mm-hmm. They went in the Paul, rain. Paul McCartney, Rolling Stones, back to back. Yeah, that couldn't have been good. Keep, keeping it, you know, safe and low key. So there you go. Yeah, very safe. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the ninety minutes from wherever you are. Don't test my memory, Christopher. Well, I was with you on some of those. Yeah, so. but you weren't really there. Yeah, I was. You were there physically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, back in those days. Think about the t- <laughs> timing. <laughs> Mentally, were you there? I didn't get into that until probably. No, nah, I was into that. <laughs> <laughs> so Mason has texted me. What about what? So he wouldn't know. SoFi is great for concerts. I saw Swift, Beyonce, and oh, Pink God. there. It's really spectacular. Oh God, he's got to stop being a SoFi apologist. Anyway, here is the food better for concerts. I, no. I doubt it. No. It's the same no. company. Same food. Uh, same food. Same food. I'm very it's disappointed bad. in the food there. It's awful. So Food's f- only good for the media. The so rest bad. of the place, man. So Friday morning, I posted, of course, the picture of Cappy and I in the robes mm-hmm. at Yamava coming off of our <laughs> stay together. Mm-hmm. Later that evening. <laughs> it was a good photo. So it, was somebody, a good it was a good night. Somebody had commented in the comments, whatever it takes to get paid. Correct. Well, one, Rachel commented many hours later, late in the night. Ooh. Uh-oh. And with one word, sadly. Wow. Oh, boy. That's quite a cheap shot there. Low blow. Sadly, that is a bit of a low blow. She does not like the bit. Not a fan of the bit. Clearly. I think uh, that's something you and her need to hash out. Wow. Should we get her on the air at some point? I mean, not when I'm here. Not when I'm here, please. Tomorrow when it's just Cappy? I mean, on a day like Chris and get Cappy, Cappy do the show Cappy. together. Yeah. Maybe you should do it on the drive live, you, Chris. Oh, that could be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I kind of feel like Cappy's only got one ticket to Mandy's 2023 now. Oh. oh, wow. You know she's going to find a way to get in. There. I got Don't a plus trip. one. Let's go, Rachel. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Who said you're coming? It doesn't matter. Oh. Who says I need to be invited? I'm going to show up anyways. <laughs> that is true. Uh, how do you think I'm in the studio right now? That's also oh, Nobody true. invited you? Yes. Never. No. Uh, uh, all right. So anyway, oof. I think that's something you need to address, Christopher. I'm just going to leave it at that. Well, here's the thing. No más digo. Let's just use Kelly as an example. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. No matter how much she may not like a bit. Let's say you and I had to sleep in the same hotel room. Yeah. And she didn't like it. She's like, ah, why are you doing this bit? 
you know, blah, blah, There would blah. not be a public... Uh, there wouldn't be a public post, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's something you got to... That's... My name is Paul, and that's between y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. I mean, like today, we had Woo! Lisa Iowan on the show. Baseball. Yeah. We had she Lisa. would never post anything about well, that. But she was great on the air. That, no, she was that five minutes may be a Mandy's award-winning bit. Right. <laughs> she did. I didn't hear she it. She definitely yeah. said some She was talking about stuff. the turkey and moist and yeah. all oh. kinds of stuff. All right, fair Just enough. Just imagine. Because I've been talking about turkeys a lot. By the way, Beto, what kind of bird you got Thursday? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? Nah, my, my parents are 81. What we do is everybody just shows up at the house when they show up, and that's it. Then I drink with my dad starting at 5 o'clock. Well, that's lovely, hard. but is there a turkey? No. Oh, what, what kind of food? Um, nothing like, there'll be some tortillas. Some beans. tamales? Nah, not really. No? My parents are old, so er, what we do is like, at my house, it's everybody shows up. I'm the only single one, so I hang out with the old people. No, I mean, you're, kind, then, of, you're kind of single. You got a lot of highness. Kind of highness. On none of the holidays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I was trying to tell corporate Greg earlier. Yeah, so you got to be careful spending time with people on the yeah. holidays. Oh yeah, don't I'm, yeah, I'm not spending time with anybody but my family. Anyways, so yeah, uh, okay. We just everybody shows up, pops in, says hi, boom, gets yelled at by my mom, and then they leave before they go to their right their white in laws, and then they go and hang out. And before then, I go to Yamava, you want to cruise by the mayor's house, you and me? No, uh, I'm gonna run a turkey tot. In a Torrance, and then I'll start drinking at nine o'clock at Carson Park with my <laughs> my buddies from the neighborhood, and then pass out about one, wake up, get yelled at, and then uh, five o'clock. Me and my dad start. I play Spotify for him, and oh, all I these, love like, that. songs from when he grew up, and he's like, "How do they have that song?" Because he doesn't understand right. how Spotify works. <laughs> That's the best. And we get drunk, <laughs> and then every about, song. Yeah, about seven o'clock, I'm I'm passed out. And speaking of relationships, as you reference Christopher, yes. coming up next, I want to get into something that. Uh, it's a little eye-opening about Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams' relationship. Oh, I got something for you. Okay, well, there you go. And Beto has something, too. So we'll have all that coming up next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Quarter after 4 o'clock. I said it earlier. I know you, Shidato. Oh, I know you, sucker. Oh, I know. See, I thought I was going to hit it. Then you snuck in and we both hit it together. Mm-hmm. On this day, back in 1987, the number one hit, Billy Idol. Money, money. Now, of course, originally done by Tommy James and the Shondells. Money, money. Are you sure this isn't the Tommy James version? I don't Sounds know, really, whatever is in the system. I think this is the Tommy James version, not the Billy Idol version. I have that's that. Okay. Hold on, hold sound on. Like Billy Idol. I like the no. original, though. Isn't Billy Idol in a new commercial? Probably. I saw him on a commercial recently. It's also National Gingerbread Cookie Day. There oh, we go. This cookie's not terrible. I don't mind it. Yeah. There we go. At the there's, right times. This is the Billy Idol version. System doesn't have updated stuff, but it's okay. We got to work on the good. system. I mean... By the way, I just saw DeAndre walk in from the Funny Games Department. Mm-hmm. Earlier, I did a joke 
on uh, Travis and Sliwa, Andy Kamenetsky was in. Yeah. About they were talking about what do you drink at Thanksgiving, and I said, well, you know, Brian's going to get into that purple drink. Mm-hmm. DeAndre fell to his knees and ha- didn't stop laughing for an hour. He's still <laughs> laughing right now. Could yeah. you see Brian Kamenetsky <laughs> sipping on purple drink on Thanksgiving? Sure, why not? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't put anything past anyone. That would be amazing. Oh. And Billy Idol's in a Workday commercial. That's what it is. Workday. I, I don't know what that is, but I've seen him on TV. Oh, also, we, we use Workday. It's, use it's work brutal. Mm. He was great in The Wedding Singer. He was. He was. That was many, many, many moons ago, but he was great in it. There's no doubt. Uh, so, speaking of great, Lincoln Riley has had a really good run of great quarterbacks, historically, as a coach. And look, there's plenty of knocks on Lincoln Riley about, oh, he doesn't care about defense or whatever. And maybe some of that stuff is true. I, I don't know Lincoln Riley at all, so I'm not going to sit here and speculate. But it does feel like he clearly leans offense, right? Like, I don't think anyone's debating that. One thing, though, that kind of caught my attention was the more I talk to people about – because, again, I don't know him. So I just start trying to, like, poke around like and talk to people that maybe do have a better understanding of Lincoln Riley. And clearly, he's a quarterback guy. There's no question about that. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Uh, by the way, Washington just got into the top four on the college football playoff. Oh, oh wow. So good top God. Four. That went over Oregon State. As a USC fan. Actually pretty big. Just like when we saw TCU go up there last year because we couldn't win the stinking Pac-12 championship game. It turns your stomach. Oh, it's disgusting. If they win out... They should stay because Ohio State are, is going to beat Michigan or right, and with other. Florida State losing their quarterback, yeah, well, they're done. Do you see Washington being able to beat any of those teams? So why didn't they move Florida State further down with the loss of the quarterback? That you, that's usually what they do. Well, I mean, they're still really loaded. They usually go by what is actually out there. But yes, they are. I don't know what their back backup quarterback. I mean, he's fine. Fine. Yeah. Can he get wins? Maybe they're that good. Okay, it's possible. I don't know Florida State that well. Um. So, anyway, back to Lincoln Riley. <laughs> So he's clearly a quarterback guy, and again, nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of coaches, particularly in college, that have great relationships with their quarterbacks. But the more and more I talk to people, the more and more I started to hear, well, yes, he's a quarterback guy, but maybe to a fault. And I'm like, well, what the hell does that mean? And it became more and more like, well, it feels like there's a different set of rules for those guys on his teams. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I started to think about it, right? Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, the alleged, I don't know either of the guys, but the alleged knock on those guys are that they're maybe a little entitled, right? They get what they want when they want. And then you start to hear rumblings about that being the case with Caleb, too, now, who, by the way, I think is more talented than both those guys. By far. Okay. Um, I think Caleb, and I will repeat this, I said this last year, I'll say it again, at that age, I have never seen a quarterback play better than him. He's okay. the best college quarterback I have ever seen. With my own eyes, 100%. Not DTR, Greg? <laughs> Small hands, no. DTR did good this week. He didn't do bad, no. Um, but anyway, Lindsay so I am. I have been on the Caleb bandwagon for since day one. Okay, I actually, Beto just left. I did their last, uh, his last game at Oklahoma. It was the Alamo Bowl against Washington? No, Oregon. Against Oregon. It was against Oregon. So I've seen him play since he was a freshman. So I've been a big fan. But I really started to think about that. Like, oh, maybe he does kind of entitle and enable his quarterbacks in a way that could potentially, I don't want to say disrupt the locker room, but certainly not put the locker room in a 
good place, right? And that's all fine and dandy when you're winning, but if you have a season like this where things aren't going necessarily the way it's going, it's supposed to go, does that stuff come back to bite you? And maybe it does. Um, maybe it does. Again, and I don't know how much I blame the kid in that scenario because at the end of the day, you're a kid. If if I was 20 years old or 21 years old and somebody wanted to give me all the luxuries and I didn't have to necessarily um, abide by the same rules, I'm sure as bleep going to do it, okay? Like, I don't think there's any 20-year-old that would act any other way, okay? However, that's on the coach to not necessarily make sure that that gets out of control, perhaps. And according to the people I've talked to over the years, right, or, or that have dealt with him over the years, they say that perhaps that's a little that he's a little too lenient on the quarterback. Is that also a bad thing? Usually your quarterback is the star of the team. He's the one that's the front-facing guy. You win and lose because of the quarterback for the most part. He was the reason that they won a bunch of those games. He's the reason they beat Arizona earlier in the year. So He's amazing. He's amazing. and that's it's, So you kind of have to give that. And especially in the yeah. NFL, too, you're, the quarterback is propped up so much. Sure. So isn't that how it should be? But I actually of? think in college that's the one place you can kind of still keep it like – on the like hey yes this guy is the most important position um but you know there needs to be a sense of we're a team here and guys need to yeah. want to be able feel like they're gonna they're they're gonna play for you um so when you in in the pros i actually feel like that probably happens more like but everybody understands it you're professionals you're not kids and I know people can say, oh, you're not kids at 18 years. Whatever, dude. We can argue professional that athletes, day. that whole thing, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't care. You're, you're, you're 20 years old. When you were 20 years old, you're listening right now, you were a schmuck, okay? Because you know what? When I was 20 years old, I was a schmuck. When Chris and Greg were 20 years old, they were schmucks, okay? Yeah, still, but that's fine. And, and my point is, when you're 20 years old, you don't know any better. When you're a professional player, you understand the hierarchy. But when you're playing in college, okay, at that level, the idea is, okay, yeah, he's the best player, but does he have to have completely separate rules? Like, I just don't know if that plays the same way because you're talking about immature people compared to adults who are professionals. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with the transfer portal and the types of people that you are, you're bringing in, you're to get somebody to come from Pitt when he, when it was Jordan Addison, right? You had to say like, we're going to prop you up. You have to bring, you have to recruit them to come from another school, and so. And that's basically what USC has become. It's just a transfer portal, you know, gateway, essentially, that some people are just coming to them. You have to get to get them to go. You got to prop them up. And if they have Caleb Williams being heavier than them, I don't know. I think it's a, it goes to your point is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I just think that that was something that kind of stood out to me as recently as because I think Cappy was the first to kind of bring it up that there was some chatter about that. So I started making some calls and. The more and more I see them lose, the more and more maybe I'm seeing things, and maybe those things don't exist. But now it's confirmation bias at this point. So when, and, and if I'm starting to look for if it. they would have been eleven and one, it wouldn't I, be this. Well, right, I, of again, because winning masks a lot of things. Right. So when there was the chatter of Caleb's family is saying that he does, he's not going to go to a pick that he does, he's not going to play in Arizona. a city that he doesn't want to play in. Then of course there was he wants the part of an NFL team. He wants all these things. Do you think George? It's on Lincoln as more than just a coach, right? But an elder statesman, a big brother type. To say, hey, why don't we win the championship? 
get in the playoff, and then you could say all that stuff. Why are you putting that out there now? We well, haven't won I, I don't know if that's the kid's fault if something like that leaks. You know but what I'm saying? It, but as the that's how much is Lincoln Riley getting paid? As the master of eleven million a year, right? Yeah. Don't you figure that out and put a seal on it? Don't you say, you know what? We don't really need these headlines. Let's go win football games, kid. And if it's your family leaking this or your dad or whatever, let's try to stop this because sure. we don't need this. I, I would, we don't need these distractions. I, I would agree with that, but I also think that. Or does Lincoln Riley like it? Does he like? Well, I don't think he likes it. Let's not be let's not be ridiculous. I, mean, I don't think any coach likes any of that stuff. No, I think he likes being the quarterback guru that has you come. If you're a quarterback and you come to play for me, you're going to be a Heisman Trophy winner or at least a candidate to right. be a Heisman Trophy winner. So I think he likes that portion of it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fair. Oh, you just responded in the circle. I was going to say that. that yeah, because somebody says the show is pretentious with Cappy not being around. I'm like, pretentious? How so? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm curious. Xander Wiley? I just want to know how big your bird is for Turkey, for Thanksgiving. I mean, right. We've been literally doing that, and then we just did a whole segment about Rachel on the IG account. Like, I mean, I don't know what more you want me to do here. You know what I'm saying? I was hurt by that. Sports, then they're saying we're not I thought Rachel and I were getting closer. Because I, I, I'm curious if Xander even understands the definition of pretentious. Now, no, that, see, no, see, now that's, that's being pretentious, <laughs> that Xander. <laughs> see, that's how that goes? See, that's being pretentious. If you want me to be a jerk face and be pretentious, I can do that by questioning you in that scenario. And that was done on purpose. And that, folks, is a master class right there. Oh, they didn't even come from CMM right there. Yeah. Well, I was looking at the definition of pretentious. <laughs> Attempting to impress by affecting greater importance comma, talent, comma, culture, etc., than is actually possessed. No, we weren't unpretentious. We weren't. No, this is no. all real. Not when Greg was, or Sedano was bashing Greg's skull in for 20 minutes last set. Yeah, last I was hour. arguing right back. Maybe not well. Sure, Sedano, it's your show. No, just, I'm trying to hype it up so people no. go back and listen on the podcast. Yeah, go right listen. On. That first segment. Whoo-wee. Come on, Greg. That's the theater of the mind, man. I know. Come on. By the way, what's on tap today? Thanks to our friends at Michael Walter. We got about an hour left of this thing. And then at 5.30, the Toyota Lakers count that a tip-off, apparently with Sliwa, not yeah. Beto. I thought Sliwa took the day off from his show. Wait, wait a second. But is still doing Lakers How tonight. How does that happen? Exactly. We've had this conversation many times. I don't know. I've never <laughs> Aren't you understood. in charge? I, I, he asked for the day off. I gave him the day off, and then it right. never came up. But the day off means you don't do the Lakers, too. Well, I remember I asked him because I was like, so Beto is going to do pregame that day. And Greg was like, no. No, no, Sliwa still likes to do the Lakers game, even if he's off. And I was like, why? Well, but then that's like, the, I don't know. I, you know, technically, he can't. That, that's like against the rules. Against the rules. Yeah, I mean, I mean technically. Because he's not on air and he's you, he's off. You no, but what I'm you, saying. If you ask off. for the day off, you get the whole day yes, off. Yes, the right. whole day off. Yep. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Slee was a, a rule breaker now. That's yeah, what old. is this? Wow. Dead to the bone. This, this is what happens when you're a secret agent and you're doing certain things. I don't like I'm it. I said the away. wrong information on the air today. I looked bad. I had a whole bit about how he, he actually took both off for a change. And I was wrong. He and I don't like to be, be wrong. wrong? I would yeah, have he made me he be wrong. both off. I didn't even look at that stuff. But so uh, that's on me. I should have. I should have not let him. He's doing Run it a tighter ship, Greg. I will tomorrow too. He's doing it tomorrow also. But he's off from his show. S- speaking of Lakers, I do have some Lakers stuff that I want to get Ooh, to. What you got? Um, I'll tell you on the other side. But I do also. While you're here, Greg, yes. I want to take advantage of your Dodgers expertise too, Ooh. because I have some Dodgers stuff. Although you want to do the Sunday Swagger unveil at four forty-five. Don't say it with like that. I'm just We're, asking. We are lucky to do the Sunday <laughs> Swagger and Fail at 445, and you are wearing the great... We're matching right now. Right. If you're on the YouTubes, and DeAndre, this better get cut up for the Mandy sucker. Stop talking to people in there. 
Sedano and I matching? We haven't matched. I don't know if we've ever matched close. It's usually kind of a cappy thing. It's very sweet. So, yeah, we'll do that at 445 for about two or three minutes. And then we could talk your stinking sports. Well, I want to get Greg's expertise. On what? The Dodgers. Oh, love the yeah, Dodgers. No, yeah, the Dodgers. He does the blue review. That's true. For now. No, he's doing it. What do you it. mean for now? <laughs> You're doing it next year. No, I'm doing it next year, too. Who are you doing it with? Well, it's with Clinton. And Parker. And Parker Bell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what Parker Bell's got. doing a great I job. I mean, are you going to do a hot stove blue review? They should do so, hot stove. In the off season, it is Parker Bell's blue review. Okay. So whenever he wants to do it, he's welcome to do it. And right. He knows it. And you can't, do it with but Cody you're not Lua, participating? If they ask me to, sure. Oh, in the hot stove blue hot review? Hot stove. There's so much going on. I mean, it's a warm stove at the moment, but I the hot stove well, the will rumors, be heating up here certainly soon. The rumors are out there. Well, okay. Well, let, let's get to that. We'll get to that and some Lakers next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 4.30 in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday. Shit out of with Cappy. Corporate Greg's here. In for Cappy. Bad to the bone. We're playing that for Sliwa. He is. He's breaking the rules, that Sliwa. Who knew? Because this guy's doing, he's taking the day off for his radio show, but then doing Lakers pre. By the way, he starts at 530. The Toyota Lakers counts at a tip-off. Where is Sliwa? Let's get him on. Yeah, I would say get him he's on. He's probably going to be connected somewhere. Or is he coming? Coming in? Uh, no, he's text. going to oh, yeah, the he, arena. Oh, that's is he really? why. Yeah, he's going he's to, going the, to arena. the game. So that does, makes sense. Does that, that change makes things? even less sense? Well, does that change things? He's not walking into the show. Yeah. Well, we don't need to talk about that on the air. I mean, that was. I mean, we talked about all fair there. <laughs> <laughs> we won't start getting that involved. Right. No, but I mean, if you take the day off, take the day off. Yeah, Beto could use the reps. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have? <laughs> Fab, well, that's why we're playing bad at the bone. By the way. Uh, it is Troy Aikman's 56th birthday, Ken Griffey Jr.'s 53rd birthday, and my father's 72nd birthday. Oh, happy birthday, today. Mucho. Hey, happy yeah. birthday, Mucho. Oh, I, I had a Ken Griffey Jr. poster when I was a kid. I loved that thing, man. He was so good. It was so much fun to watch. I've never rooted for a guy that like that. that he was the first guy I really rooted for. Because I didn't love... I mean, I guess Michael Jordan is probably in that category, too. Um, where like they didn't play for a team I cared for, but it's just like every time they were on, I would watch if I could. He made you want to watch Seattle, so right. It was incredible to watch him. Do you watch him when he's with? He was with his dad in Cincinnati, and they yeah. both hit back to back home yeah, runs. Cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was very. Although cool. the Cincinnati years were not fun, they were not. Though. No, they and weren't. We but that was cool. We yeah. feel pretty confident that he never got into the stuff, right? He's the only one I really feel um, like didn't. Well, his body never really changed. Right. No. It didn't. If anything, he put on like regular dad bod weight right like most guys and his numbers kind of stayed just consistent throughout when he was healthy right? yeah when he was healthy it didn't yeah. they didn't like shoot up one year and then back down another year yeah no he had the most beautiful swing of anyone i've ever seen in major league baseball history i think the two is him and jeter to not be doing anything those years i mean i don't know i, I listen oh would you think oh i i'm just saying like i don't know like i don't ever want to do a sweeping generality of that era at, at all like but no, i'm saying it but Based on the way he looked, right? Um, you know, and all the injuries, and again, he had like even a little belly at time at one point. Ken Griffey Jr. So. Yeah, I would, I would, I never looked at him and said like, yeah, he's on the juice. Um, you know, 
It just uh, that era. I don't care about that stuff though. Like honestly, everybody was on it. So you used to say that to me all the time back in the day, and I was like, no, no. If you if you do that, you're terrible, and you don't deserve to be. In, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I just want to be entertained. Listen, if I don't you care about runs, performance enhancers. If Chris needs performance enhancers to be in this studio, do whatever he's got to do. Speaking of Fine. which, on this day in 1942, Tweety Bird. AKA Tweety Pie debuted in Tale of Two I Kitties. I taught I taught Putty Ted. In the, the the original cartoon was the Tale of Two Kitties, but what was the second kitty? I thought it was just Sylvester. Yeah. But it, are you saying in 1942 did, there was two kitties? Was Tom also like moonlighting on uh, <laughs> Looney Tunes? <laughs> <laughs> He's cheating on Jerry? Yeah. What are we doing here? Cuz Sylvester was the cat. Yeah. Yes. Right? Is there another right. cat? There must have been well, there suffering was succotash. It was a well, Tale of Two Kitties. There was another. Two cats, Babbitt and Costello, are looking for oh. food to alleviate their hunger. Wait, Babbitt, Babbitt and Costello? Costello? That's yep. a pretty clever thing. That is pretty cool. I used to love Abbott and Costello. I really? watched all the yeah, Abbott and Costello like versus meets Frankenstein. Really? Oh, but oh, it was great. I, I see great. a tale of two kitties as Garfield here. It, oh, because no, that was actually a movie. Yeah, yeah that was the movie. Was oh. I like Garfield. <laughs> yeah. You liked Garfield? I did oh, as a lasagna. kid. He was kind of lazy. Loved lasagna. But back then, I was, he was a smart ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I was really little then. Like, right. I didn't put on weight until like 11. And then all of a sudden, all those memories of watching him eat lasagna hit yeah. my head. Yeah. Garfield was a, like, he was like the first real smart ass. He was. Yeah. Back he just in those didn't days. care. Yeah. He'd go after the establishment. He yeah. didn't care. Yeah. Anybody watch the uh, Saturday morning cartoon with Garfield? Garfield and Friends? Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. I, I only saw the one movie where he had Jennifer Love Hewitt in it, right? And Freddie Prince, I think. Was, was Freddie Prince in that movie? Maybe. Was Freddie Prince was a really? Scooby Doo. Oh, yeah. maybe a Scooby Doo. Yeah, Scooby Doo. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Just, but there was a real Garfield movie at some <laughs> Yeah, he was Fred. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everybody right. all excited. I mean, there was a Garfield there. He went to, um, to like Maui or somewhere in Hawaii and they had to save somebody from being thrown into the. What was the dog's name? Pluto? Volcano. Not Pluto. Otto. Otto. Yeah. yeah. And Nermal was the cat. Yeah. There was another cat? Yeah, there was a little cat. It was Nermal. Oh. There was a Nermal? Always sh- yeah, always shifted off to Abu Dhabi. Ooh. Wait, what? Yeah, he always shipped him off to Abu Dhabi. You really, really know your Garfield. <laughs> I love Garfield. You Garfield knowledge. No idea. I had massive Garfield yeah. knowledge. Yeah. That's, that was my childhood. Doesn't look like Freddie Prince was in Garfield. No. 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 You know who uh, was? Scooby-Doo, Scooby? one and two. Yeah. Uh, Bill. Oh, so who was in Garfield? I don't know. The voice of Garfield. He was the voice? No, someone was. Oh. Uh, yeah, someone Casey was. Kasem? No, that I was can't it. think of his name. <laughs> Who was Casey Kasem? Oh, it was Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah. Zoinks! <laughs> Casey Kasem. Um, yeah, Casey Kasem, man. Walked in on me when I was peeing one day. But uh, <laughs> may he rest in peace. But uh, anywho, Greg Bergman, let's yes, ask about yes. your expertise here before we get to the – we'll do the Lakers later. I like the Lakers, too. The Dodgers, though. I mean, but we, we, we definitely believe you have an expertise with the Dodgers. Okay. I mean, less so with the Lakers, I would say. Whoa. Well, I mean, you did. I know you did one time did, have the uh, I had the Lakers Raw. The Lakers Hoedown or whatever they you called, called it. You called it, it that. Yeah. I, it, it was Showtime Raw. It was Lakers Raw first. It was Raw. Then, oh, baby, I like it Raw. <laughs> I always thought it was Showtime this, Forum. And then it was Showtime Forum. It was Showtime Forum. I don't but remember the no, Lakers no, Raw I don't remember Lakers Raw because it was that. It was me literally just going, oh, baby, I like it Raw. And, you know, Greg was giving it to you Raw. I was. He was giving you Lakers takes Raw. Raw. As raw could be. I'm out of that Absolutely. business. Okay. <laughs> so, Showtime Forum was doing very well. Yeah. And then it wasn't. Yeah. It was doing well. Yeah, it was. You could have been like a magnet at one point. You were ahead of your time, I, I feel I, like. I, I was. was. Yeah. I was trying to make the Showtime Forum into the ringer, but for Lakers. Is Showtime Forum, would that have been more successful than Stable Wars, you think? Though? Oh, yes. A hundred percent. We were already Because there's more Laker some... fans than there are horse yeah. fans, is what you're saying? Well, yes. And also, come on. 
Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't say anything. I said, come on. Listen, I'm not giving Cappy any strays. A lot of people, I remember those today. Showtime forum days when Greg would be in here at night by himself. Yeah. Filming himself. And people were making fun of him. He had a backdrop. But he was ahead of his time. Now we basically copied his system. Yeah. Everybody everything, everything that I was doing is now here you're, being implemented here. You're not a system player. You're the system no, is what you're right. saying. That's right. I'm the system. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so Carlo made it bigger. All right. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. made making it raw. By bigger? The way, happy birthday, Carlos Saisu yes, as well. Happy birthday, happy birthday Carlos Saisu. Yeah. Okay, Dodgers. What you got? So Lindsay told us a story yesterday. I mean, the Shohei Otani stuff. I mean, everybody gets that. Although I did like the whole story about how he um, basically, if you tell that you're meeting with him, you're out. I love that. I love that aspect of the story. But then the other part of the story was they would trade assets for Mike Trout. Which on the surface sounds good, but then I thought about it more. And I'm like, do you really want to do that? Yeah, no, there's not really much that's happening. Mike Trout is a diminishing asset at this point. Like, he's just always injured. I think he's had one year of over 100 games played in the last, like, five or six years. It's He's not that player anymore. It sounds great. Hey, put him in center field, and he'll play you 140 games and hit you 35 home runs and 120 RBIs. He's not that guy. He's not. He's gonna play 80 games. He's gonna. He'll get when he's healthy and playing. He'll hit you some home runs, but it's not the guy you want to move forward. And he has a massive, massive contract that I can't look at right now because my computer died. Yeah, I was wondering why you slammed it down like that. Yeah, because it died and I couldn't see it and I got upset. I got annoyed. Mike Trout did only play 82 games last year. Yeah, he's been constantly injured. Over he the had last 119 year. the year before that, yeah. 36 the year before that, then the COVID year he played 53. They only played like 60-something games. Right, so he played still most didn't of make those. the playoffs. Uh, right. Um, his last MVP season, though, 134 games. Yeah, so what year was that? 2019. 2019. So now that's going to be five years Five years ago. He's, what, 32? Somewhere right? That 32. Around? 32, and he probably still has another five years. He's played 13 years already. Yeah, so he's he's on his on the downturn, so you're going to have to, if you trade for him and you trade all of these assets, you're trading for him and his contract, his breaking down body, his the amount of money he's owed that you might have in front of you at some point. Six more seasons. Six more How seasons. Much? At probably around 35. 40, yeah, 35 years. You know, actually... In today's baseball, oh, now you're 30, talking yourself into wait, it. Well, no, you're jumping 30, off already. No, no, I'm not. But thirty. I was going to say you already did like pulled no, a U-turn. Thirty-five a year for a player is not as much as it was when he signed that contract. I every guys are making forty million dollars a year. It's it's going up. The amount of money that you have to pay is rising. Like like Shohei is going to be making like fifty million dollars a year. Yeah, but that's Shohei. Yes, it's Shohei who is also no longer a. He's a one. He's a he's a batter at this point. You were gonna say you know, one trick pony. Yeah, I was, but then I didn't. Want, I wanted to change it. I didn't like that saying. But he's gonna eventually be able to pitch again. But that's probably not till twenty twenty five, twenty six. Okay. So Mike Trout. Enough of that. Uh, Mike Trout. Mike I mean, Otani's. Everyone wants Otani. Yes, of course. I don't. I don't actually. I know. I don't want Mike Trout. I just think. But you almost like, talked yourself into almost, it a second I ago. I almost did, but not three. It's six years of thirty five million dollars is too much money unless the Angels somehow decide that no. hey, we'll take on a little no. bit of the money. Why would they? Yeah, they're they're exactly. Do they're not going to do that. So why would you trade for Especially him? Especially for the Dodgers. Yeah. No. He's, first of all, Artie Moreno's not going to trade him to the Dodgers, period. End of story. You think that'll never happen? Never Even happen. if they gave them all the best prospects, which Every, they have a lot of them. Yes. If you, they said, you can have our one through five prospects, he still won't do it. Because mm-hmm. he's Artie Moreno and he, he doesn't want to help the Dodgers at all. But do you believe the Dodgers would kick the tires on that? I think they kick the tires on it, but I don't think they'd give their top five prospects. No, I mean that yeah. that that was not in the no, report no, that was either. Me. Yeah, yeah that Walsh was, is going to help them. He said he'd out. give them. 
Wash will help him out now as the Angels manager. <laughs> He's going to show him how to play third base. Wash is just a dude that's there for two years and then retired. Listen, that was I a love money ball reference. Ron yeah, Washington. God. I do too. Oh my God. He's the best. Oh. He's baseball to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On a, mu- a number of fronts, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, especially in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. On a number of fronts. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, everybody had fun in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, all right. Come- so, no on no. Mike Trout. No. Okay. You Do Do you want him? Would you want him? No, I, I would not want Mike Trout based on that. Just contract, health. Yeah, I don't think he's going to live up. I, I don't think you would have to get at least 120 to 130 games a year. And you're not going to get that. Nope. And for six more years? Yeah. Until he's 38? No. Nah. Yeah, I am a bigger, a big believer of, a bigger believer of the biggest, in, uh, the big, <laughs> you don't the to, biggest yeah, predictor you know. of future injury is past injury. You don't get frazzled like this with Cappy. Is it because there's two of us? I'm getting double teamed. <laughs> Tag teamed, even. I mean, you'd go in front. You know. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll, you're more of that style. Whoa! <laughs> All right, coming up next. Something about the Lakers, because I don't know what Greg just said to Chris. We're back in a minute. Quarter in front of 5 o'clock on a Tuesday. A live imaging Tuesday on Sedano and Cappy. On this day in 1981, the number one hit, Olivia Newton-John, physical. Oh, I thought that was one of the posts. It's okay. I'm going to talk up the next one. You know what I'm saying? Also, happy birthday, 78 today, the great Goldie Hahn, the legend. And today is National Stuffing Day. You know what to do with that stovetop on Thursday. Just go bam up the wazoo. I want to get physical. Damn it, I need a longer Nothing cable on a dance. Clearly you do, based on what you said earlier. I was showing you the four-way stretch of Sunday Swagger. Speaking of Sunday Swagger, hit the music, Laura. You know what we do on Tuesdays around this time? Time for our Sunday Swagger Weekly Unveiling. Made possible by our friends, the official golf polo of 710 ESPN. But you don't need it for just golf. You could wear it on Thanksgiving like I will, a Yamava. You could wear it to play pickleball. Maybe you play flag football. Why not wear it? Right, Corporate Greg? Why not? You can wear it anywhere. Just walking around L.A. And right now, as we kicked off last Friday at the Sunday Swagger headquarters, their Black Friday sale is on. Download the app. Just search Sunday Swagger in your app store. Or go to sundayswagger.com. Sedano, deep, deep, deep discounts. How deep? So deep. You can rework your entire wardrobe or get all your holiday shopping done. Now, let's go around the room and our models, as Cappy would say. By the way, we'll see Cappy's uh, unveiling tomorrow because he'll be back tomorrow. First, let's start with producer Lindsey Baseball in the rainforest polo today. Look at that. A nice dark... Uh, dark colored polo with some beautifully bright colored leaves. I think these are like palm leaves, huh? Looks like it. In the rainforest. The Meanwhile, tropical rainforest. Corporate Greg, what do you got, Jack? So I'm wearing the gnarly, and it's. So would you call. What color would you call this? Because I see just regular colors. I see pink, red, but what color would you It's like call a reddish this? pink. Are reddish you saying pink. you're like colorblind? I'm not colorblind, but I don't. I can't tell. I would the call difference. it a fuchsia. A fuchsia? Okay, yeah. So it's a fuchsia. It's got some like pl- paint splatter all over it. I actually, I really like it. It's very comfortable. Looks nice. And I am wearing the retreat today. The retreat. Now, here's the thing Black Friday, Black Friday sales are going on now through Cyber Monday. Polos as low as 29 bucks. Tons of new releases dropping. And the Miami polo. That dropped today. The Miami polo. You got to go check it out. SundaySwagger.com. 
Okay. That's our I unveiling. I got that one for George, the Miami polo. Did you? What was I thinking? You should oh, have. Well, they didn't drop it, it yet. So well, I have, the, uh, I have the Dolphins shirt under as I was trolling the Raider fans to start the show. So there was that. Absolutely right. Thank you to Sunday Swagger, the official golf polo of 710 ESPN. By the way, we mentioned Freddie Prince earlier. Um, and Greg, Dead Meow 5 says you need to unban Freddie Prince from the station. So Freddie Prince and I talk every Sunday about the Raiders. We watched the Raider game together. But he in has not houses. been on the station very much. I don't recall. We had we had him on. Uh, I don't know, Chris. Would you say it was like what six months ago? Something? By the way, I'm looking at this new Miami polo that just dropped. This thing is this thing. Is, I need this one. Woo! That's a good polo. You can get that right now at SundaySwagger.com. Um, I you know love, what I'm looking at is Grant in L.A. having your head on a turkey. Well, listen, I sit down and cap circle of trust. If you put a cigar in my mouth and sunglasses on, I look good in just about anything, including a turkey. Mm. I kind of look like Kramer. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like the Seinfeld episode. Hey, buddy. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is welcome here anytime. He is always welcome. I love Freddie. He was great. He was. He used to be part of Sedano and Friends. In he fact, was. I don't think it was us that had an issue. No, 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 no. no. So, Freddie, anytime you're welcome. You are welcome. You are always welcome, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. You're he, more welcome here listening. than Michael Thompson or Pepe, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Although Michael and I are cool now. So I love you, Michael. Are you? Yeah. He gave me like I a thousand like Callaway he, golf balls. Oh, okay. Well, I got that's a golf all it balls takes? for like years now. That's all it takes? Just pop you with some golf balls? It's funny. I was actually moving some stuff around in the garage mm. and I saw like five boxes of brand new golf balls and I'm like, I haven't touched those in months because Michael hooked me up. Right. So yeah. Listen, you wet the beak? You wet my beak? Speaking of turkeys? Yeah, you're yeah. good. Yeah. Okay? okay? You're good. Fair enough. Now we know. Just a little something to wet the beak. Yeah. You know what I mean? A yeah. little taste. Just a little taste. What mm. is going on in this match, Sedano? This Brazil-Argentina. Oh, so what I don't, is happening I don't here? know what... So Argentina and Brazil were playing... Is I would, Messi playing? I would imagine a World Cup qualifier or maybe a friendly. Yeah, Messi was supposed to be there as far as I know. And uh, But someone who knows soccer will tweet us and will give us a better uh, idea. But... Yeah, apparently a fight broke out between. I mean, they're huge rivals. Fisticuffs, Argentina, oh, yeah. Argentina and Brazil. Oh, that's a in huge the stands. Rivalry. Like fisticuffs during a friendly in the stands. Like people were th- oh, like ripping yeah. out chairs and throwing it at each other. Wow. Yeah. Not, oh yeah, they're going at it. If you go to the circle of trust, you can see it. You can see it where he said where Sedano says this was corporate Greg and me in the first hour. Correct. It's true. <laughs> yeah, you got to go back and listen to the podcast. I mean, we were just going to have a friendly type show, a holiday type show, two Talking days away turkeys. from things. I wanted to find out deep turkey knowledge. And then all of a sudden, like Rocky Four. I mean, if we're being honest, turkey's not that great. So my house. The dark meat is good. The light meat, not so much. So we do a turkey because it's sort of. <laughs> Why are you staring at me like that? Well, you know, Greg, you got, you're open-minded. I am open-minded. I'm, listen, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Nowhere to go from that? I mean, that was good. <laughs> I was caught off guard. But my house, we'll do the turkey. A little 10-pounder. Just And, and my uncle fries it. In yeah. a peanut oh, outside. a little fried turkey. So it's nice. Yeah. Then we've but got a pri- turkey's pretty dry. I'm not done. Oh, sorry. Then we got a beautiful prime rib. In fact, I'm picking it up tomorrow at the meat company in Los Alamitos and seeing my friend Craig Cartosi, oh, of course, the, the owner the of the meat company. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, juicy prime rib. And then we're also going to have some wings, too. We make our own wings. Very yeah. good. Very good. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, all the, the, you know, the usual stuff. Mashed potatoes, all that stuff. Yeah. Green bean casserole. Because I feel like stuffing. Thanksgiving, actually, the rest of the stuff is better. And it's oh, gonna be absolutely. A, the sides are way better than the actual It's going to be a late dinner because my family's waiting until I get back from Yamava. Oh. So it's going to be like an 8.30 dinner. And guess what? But you know what I do before I uh, I go to Yamava? What? I'm going to uncork that wine you gave me for oh. my birthday and let it decant Parlez-vous all français? afternoon. Yeah, you need a long nice. decant. It's going to be a long decant. It's an old world wine. I don't know what that means, but it's going to be a long a, decant. Old world, as in like, you know, Europe. Oh. 
Yeah. Old world. Yeah. You think it's going to be good for Thanksgiving dinner? You think it's going to pair nicely? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you got, especially with the prime rib. Oh, that's going to be nice. Yeah. I would say. You don't do like a ham on Thanksgiving? I don't love ham like that. No, ham's good. A nice honey baked ham. Yeah. Well, you got to go honey baked ham. That's yeah. better than turkey, I think. Ham yeah. is better than turkey. Yeah, I don't. I don't love ham that much. Like, it's, it's I mean, fine. It's, I like ham. It's aight. Oh, no, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's aight. But a fried turkey that changes the equation a little bit. You got to use the peanut oil. Yes, but you also have to be careful. You don't want to like burn up your lawn. Well, no, it's it's a tabletop and it's thing. in the backyard. Yeah, I'm just saying. I've seen people like that have that has not gone well. You got to be smart. You just can't stick a cold turkey in the deep fryer. No, right. You then got, it goes pow. You got to be thawed out. Yeah, you got to thaw out that bird. Yeah. Not like Travis Rogers with a frozen bird. Yeah, what was he thinking? A man of food like that should not have a frozen. bird I'm actually Tuesday. stunned that He's he screwed. had this wrong. Yeah. yeah, I told him. Well, you know, He's he, going ham. he squeezes yeah, the yeah. quarter till the eagle screams. I told him, just don't worry about this and go buy a fresh bird. Right. Uh, you do. You have to do that because yeah. it's going to take forever, especially I mean, 19. It's a lot. Just yeah. soak it Nin- in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said he should just get on top of it like a hen. And warm it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine? So bad. That'd actually be funny. It's be only lo- bad if you don't it, like it. It'd be look like, you know, he does have a foghorn leghorn thing to him. He's so tall. You know what I mean? Like, Tomorrow's his birthday, too. Happy birthday, Travis. Travis is, like, honestly, the most, I would say he's the most likable person at this place. I am definitely not. Not if you work with him as long as I have. Really? He becomes very unlikable. Oh. Because I happen to, I feel like he's he's charming. He's nice. He's easy to work with, easy to talk to, easy to chat with in the hallway. He's the easiest, he's that. Wait. He's the easiest person to talk to in this place, and he's always here. He doesn't take time off. He's very easy to get along with and just does his job. So apparently I was right. It was a World Cup qualifier, and Messi was set to play. Chris, is it a problem just with you, though, with Travis? Because if it's only with you. So here's the thing. Hmm. I'm an intense person. You? Yeah. yeah, really? <laughs> and like back in the morning, should they Sedano and Three I would Virgos f- in that room? Oof, I just thought about that. Exactly, Sedano and I would fight, but mm. he would fight back, and I like that. I want you to fight oh, back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Travis are, mm-hmm. will just kind of look at you and go, "Okay, no, no, no." When I come in and go, "Hey, man, that statement sucked." What are you thinking? And I throw something and be like, "Well, what the f- would you do better?" Exactly. Yeah. Instead, he's just like. Fine, Chris, if you're going to be that way. Well, you know well, what? Then you, can, then you can go yourself. <laughs> right. Put yeah. your fist up. Yeah. Punch me back. Yeah. You know what? You mother. Exactly. Go yourself. So that's that's the thing with Travis. Yeah. That was and pretty good. Only, I edited myself fairly well. I was there. like, yeah. I was ready. And you know, some <laughs> yeah. mornings I walk in in a mood just to be in a mood. Yeah. And I kind of like, I want to shoot somebody out of the gate. Like, yeah. just to kind of go. I mean. Yeah. The drama, know, huh? Not, well, not it's kind of yeah. like what I did to Greg. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just kind of the old days. Yeah. I just yeah. want to fire one off. And then yeah. he's just, hey, Chris, good morning. How are you? Yeah. You know what, Trav? I'm not great. And he'll just be like, okay, okay. He's so, so nice. Omar Gonzalez just tweeted me and said, Chico, no ham, lechon. Lechon is different. Lechon is cooked different than honey-baked ham. Lechon is delicious. What's the difference? Because I don't know. I mean, it's just cooked differently. First of all, you do it in a like a like a a roaster, okay? You roaster? Cook, you cook the por- pork in a roaster. Okay. And it cooks for like eight hours. Um, and it's also marinated differently. It's marinated with like garlic and onions and uh, mojo and, and all sorts of stuff mm. in there. Um, it doesn't taste sweet. It tastes savory. And then, like the the pork um, skin is like like um, is like uh, is like hard. So you, it's like uh, what do they call it? Chicharrone. What is it in English? Yeah, chicharrone. Chicharron. Pork skin. I don't oh, know. Uh, um, 
pork rind. Pork rind. Right. Oh, okay. So like, okay. it's it's that. Like that's delicious. But honey baked ham is like. Meh. It's can, good. Can you, can you slice it like a honey baked ham, where you just slice off the top and it just falls over? Here, let me show you. I'll it's find like a picture. It's like carnitas. Oh, okay. Like better, but more. But I love carnitas. I don't, I don't so I'm it, fine with it's that. a well. Lechon is like Cuban. No, spices. that's not just Cuban. It's Filipinos. No, do, I know, do but um, it's, it's marinated and it's done in a different like seasoning yeah. and stuff. But. That's I think it's of, better because you can. Oh, the reason I'm saying it's better is because you can also have the skin attached. You to can. It. Oh. Whereas with carnitas, it's just the no, pulled no, pork. Can't. It's just pulled pork. Yeah. yeah. But it's it it's so kind of like that. Okay. All right. Like a, I, could, a different I can handle version. that. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Oh, Grant in L. A. Just put a picture no, of no, Travis no, and Sliwa in the Sedona and Cap Circle of Trust, and he says, Uh-oh. "I, I didn't do this on purpose. I just, I, I just said because Travis Foghorn Leghorn because he's big." Uh, he's a big man, and now they've made Sliwa Tweety Bird. <laughs> Wait, you've never had lechon, Greg? I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I, mm, not by knowledge. Let me see. I'm Tomorrow's, sure I've tried I mean, it. You're Greg here does, tomorrow, right? You he know, does, I actually have an actual roaster in my house. Really? Yeah. Ooh. But you, it takes like eight hours to make it. No, yeah, it takes a long time. No, yeah. it took you about 25 minutes, an hour one. <laughs> Damn. I'd say like 15 <laughs> to get up to the full heat. <laughs> I was going to bring some tomorrow, but I don't know if I can get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. What, how much time do we have left in this show? Half hour. Oh, okay. Half I don't hour. even yeah. know. Seven's head combo plate, yeah. which you don't yeah. like. Uh, What's ripped, that? You ripped it again on the air yesterday. Why? Well, I, I didn't rip I it. I love it. I think it's a great Who, thing for the station. I didn't rip it. He Why did I rip there. it? How did Mace. I rip it? And then that's when you said all oh, Mace gets... He well, said, I just don't know what time we're starting. I don't know what time we're ending. He said it's he gets like, all these text messages and like, who's texting I'm you? trying to send an email. No, I have it in an email now. You get, I'll show you my text to Mace. I've never texted him about that. I, You know me. I'm not afraid to say anything on the air. No, I know. So that's the one I, thing. I appreciate that. You don't lie. Yeah, I'll tell you how I feel. Well, kisses so, don't lie, as somebody once said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got about a half hour left, and then Toyota Lakers count out a tip off at 5.30. With Sliwa, the, the rule breaker. Ooh, then Lakers, bad. Jazz, 7 o'clock, you'll hear it on 7.10 a.m. Look at this Mark Cates, this guy. I mean, he that's a handsome dude over there. He oh, is. He is. Yeah. He's very handsome. That's a handsome fellow over there. He and I knew him thing. 20 years ago. He's getting better with age, like that old He's like a wine. fine wine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like a, board, a French Bordeaux. I mean, you know, listen, wouldn't mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of alcohol... I love me some tequila mandala, and we'll have that this weekend, obviously. Award-winning artisanal small batch premium sippy tequila founded by a couple of guys just like you. One from Jalisco, Mexico. The other one born and raised in SoCal. Down and downy with a vision to create a sipping tequila meant for sharing with friends and loved ones. You heard us talk about it. You've seen us post about it. You've seen those beautiful hand-painted round ceramic bottles, whether it's the Blanco, the Añejo, the Reposado, or my favorite. But, you know, in moderation, of course, because it's so good. You don't want to... Have it all the time. The extra añejo. But have you tried Tequila Mandala yet? Well, what the hell are you waiting for, man? Elevate your tequila game today. Make sure Tequila Mandala is with you at your next occasion. The holiday party, right? The uh, anniversary party. The birthday party. The carne asada. Maybe the lechon, like we were just talking about. Celebrate with Tequila Mandala today. Follow their journey on their social channels at Tequila Mandala. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, to find a store or a restaurant nearest you. Tequila Mandala, demand the extraordinary.